In 2018, Egypt embarked on a mass disease screening and treatment campaign for hepatitis C, hypertension, diabetes, and obesity. Free treatment is offered in Egyptian government clinics for people who test positive for hepatitis C, hypertension, or diabetes, and free counseling is available for those considered obese. 60 million adults have now been screened as part of the program. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with William Hazeltine, Chairman and President of Access Health International. Dr. Hazeltine has written a perspective article about achieving routine testing and treatment for infectious and chronic diseases. Dr. Hazeltine, you write in your perspective article that 10 years ago, it was estimated that nearly 15% of Egyptians were infected with hepatitis C. Why was that rate so high? The high rate of infection of hepatitis C in Egypt is a direct consequence of an effort to eliminate leishmaniasis in the population in the 50s and early 60s. Very often, doctors use the same needle to inoculate groups of between 10 and 30 young boys and girls. As a consequence, if any one of them had hepatitis C, many of them got hepatitis C. That was compounded by the fact that the treatment for leishmaniasis was repeated more than once. Uh, a very high fraction, up to 30 to 40 percent, of all young Egyptians were infected at that time. Once it was realized what had happened, that procedure stopped. So the bulk of hepatitis C infections is in the older Egyptian population. So tell us about the original viral hepatitis campaign that the country began in 2006, so well before this 2018 campaign called 100 Million Healthy Lives. What strategies allowed Egypt in 2006 to offer nearly universal screening and treatment for hepatitis C? As you properly point out, the current program grew out of a much earlier program started by Dr. Wahid Dose and his colleagues in Egypt. They decided to set up their own semi-independent clinics for hepatitis C screening. It was voluntary. Doctors volunteered their time. They set up hepatitis C screening and treatment clinics, and they were reimbursed by the government for each patient treated. At that time, the only treatments that were available were ribavirin and interferon. It was about 40% effective. But nonetheless, that set up a network of quasi-independent hepatitis C clinics that then, when the new hepatitis C drugs came along, were prepared both to screen and to treat patients with the new curative therapies. So how did Egypt go about expanding its more general screening and treatment program? And what kinds of barriers did the government encounter in doing that? There were two steps to that. The first was the efforts of Gilead to engage the well-known efforts of Dr. Dose and his colleagues in hepatitis C screening. They had the new drugs. They were well aware that Egypt was a high-incidence location, and they approached Dr. Dose with the proposal that they would provide the drugs to Egypt at the cost of a middle-income country. Dr. Dose then renegotiated and achieved a lower rate for low-income countries, which is about $300 for a curative uh, regimen. That's opposed to the $1,000 that they had originally proposed and the approximately $80,000 per curative treatment that it costs in countries like the United States. That program uh, ran from 2014 to 2018. That then laid the groundwork for another effort, which was an effort by the World Bank, a broad effort to control cancer in low to middle income countries. As part of a, a large loan to Egypt, 
by the World Bank, about over $500 million, half of which was dedicated to eliminating hepatitis C risk of cancer by curative treatment. About half that money, $250 million, was put into the hepatitis screening program. At that point, both the World Bank and Egypt decided to broaden the effort. Under the direct leadership of President Sisi, they launched the 100 Million Healthy Lives program. Because they knew they were going to be screening for hepatitis C, they thought they should probably screen for hypertension, for diabetes, and for obesity at the same time. They trained people at 10,000 different sites around the country to initiate the screening program, and they basically completed the screening of all adults within about a year. So looking specifically at the viral hepatitis program, what do we know about its success? What's the current rate of hepatitis C in Egypt, and how do you expect that to decline over the time as people are treated? My understanding is that the World Health Organization is about to declare within the next three or four months, it's a bureaucratic process, that hepatitis C has been eliminated from Egypt, the first country in which hepatitis C has been eliminated. Perhaps Georgia is another example. They ran a similar program, the country of Georgia. But at this point, there are very few, if any, active hepatitis C cases in Egypt. The treatment is highly effective, greater than 90% effective, the three-month treatment. And those that fail and remain uh, viremic, it's my understanding that those are retreated with a different combination of drugs to good effect. So the incidence and the prevalence of hepatitis C infection is virtually nil in Egypt today. So you mentioned Georgia. What kinds of steps have other countries taken in terms of mass disease screening and mass treatment? Is there other precedent for this kind of program? They're not precedents, but Georgia was given access to free antihepatitis C drugs by Gilead and has similarly screened and hopefully eliminated hepatitis C from its population as well. The Egyptian government and Dr. Wahid Dos in particular are now working throughout Northeast Africa, South Sudan, Chad, and some other countries in West Africa to mount similar programs. I personally just returned from Rwanda, and although their program is not directly related to that in Egypt, it's quite similar to the Egyptian program. They're well aware of what Egypt has done and are taking their own steps to both screen and treat those in Rwanda with hepatitis C infections. Finally, what lessons from Egypt's experience are applicable to other countries? How would this program translate to countries with very different populations, very different resources? I'd say the first thing to say about that is that I think these mass screening programs, coupled with free or low-cost treatment, are extremely important. And Egypt shows it can be done in a very complex environment. If the resources are needed, it appears that the World Bank and perhaps other organizations would be willing to put up the cash, the loans or the money that's needed uh, for these screening. Very important to do it. It's not only for hepatitis C. The incidence of obesity was very, very high, up to between 30 and 40%. The incidence of diabetes, extremely high, and that's by a measure which is only measuring really serious cases of diabetes. And the incidence of hypertension is also very high. Uh, greater than 10% of the population. So in fact, as much as 30% of the population. So all of these treatments that are available at reasonable costs, I think should be screened for in most countries. We don't do that in the United States. Europe doesn't do that for most of its population. Large countries like China and India don't do it either. 
And I think these kinds of programs can be adapted. What made the program in Egypt, I think, particularly successful was the buy-in by the president. He, when I visited on a number of occasions, there's banners all over the country saying, get yourself tested. In my most recent visit, they've moved on to testing women for breast cancer and now a very intensive screening program for infectious diseases that might be transmitted during childbirth. And there are a number of those that they're now screening for. So there's some very positive follow-ups, both in Egypt, and I take lessons from the Egyptian example for many other countries. Thank you, Dr. Hazeltine.